Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Hey, bet you didn't see this one coming. So I was driving to Tim Hortons like I do most mornings when Chad is not here to go get me my tea. And I had the idea that I really needed to speak about mindset and how important it is and how over the past, looking back after the past six years of when I got this feeling or, you know, idea to really, really concentrate and focus on my mind and what my mind was telling me and taking so much control back of my thoughts and how life-changing that was and I don't think I really talked about that so much with you guys in depth and I really think it's going to help you right now. Now the thing with that is I'm just going to tell the story of how I got from like being very negative. So I used to be a very negative person And I want to share the story of how I went from being super negative like all the time in my mind with my thoughts and complaining to this way better feeling and sense of controlling and knowing that I have all this power that I can tell my mind what to think. So when I tell you this, you might sit down for a second, sit down for a second. And I feel like every time I tell somebody this, either in like a mentoring session or a reading, I always tell them this and they kind of look at me like I'm, I've got three heads. And I tell them, and I say, you ready? You are not your mind. What? Like, you are not your mind. And once I heard that, I don't know who told me that, but that's like the best thing someone ever told me. I don't remember who told me this, but I do know it was life-changing for me. So hopefully that struck a chord within you or triggered some remembrance within you that your mind is separate from who you are, okay? And I'm not even talking about a soul. I'm talking about you, human you, who is listening to this podcast. Whatever your name is, you are not your mind and you get to tell your mind what to think. So once I learned that, I started working super hard. I, here's what I used to do, okay? So about five years ago, this happened about the same time around where I left my teaching job with the school board and all that amazing the amazing stuff that happened after that, I really took notice. And actually, you know what? It actually even happened before then. I remember when my youngest daughter, who is now almost 14, what? Um, When she was a baby, I used to go to this community called, um, oh, what's it called? The Early Year Center. So back in like 2008-ish, I would go to um, the Early Year Center in our local town in Orangeville. And there was this community inside this community, this group that met like once a month or something, once every two weeks. It was called FAB. It was FAB. It was so FAB. It was called Feelings After Birth because I knew that I was struggling so hard with my depression and my postpartum depression and just being this mom and feeling like a pile of goo and, you know, my hair's falling out and I've got like breast milk all over my shirt plus other things and who knows, right? I thought it was my fourth child at the time. So this, this community, inside a community, 
was life saving to me. And I'm forever grateful for this community and me finding this community. Not even the people that I met, it was just the gateway to me changing my mindset. Because I, there was a counselor there and she's like, oh boy, oh Jen, you need to go to counseling. Like you need to talk to a professional because your mindset is awful. I'm sure she didn't say it in those words, but my mindset was terrible because everything was like, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was always waiting for something bad to happen. You know, my life was terrible. I, I, I thought at the time, you know, everything was dark and that's depression. So if you have depression or postpartum depression, I'm not telling you that it's easy to get a hold of your mind, but maybe if I'm telling you that you can possibly separate yourself from your brain, ah, uh ah, -huh, see, then you might empower yourself somehow or feel like oh, there's some hope where I can I can change this darkness to light a little bit and if I can do that like I went through this I went from like the dark despair and this was even before my spiritual journey I'm not even talking about spiritual journey right now I'm talking about having a baby I'm talking about being like so depressed that you can't get out of bed and you can't get dressed and you know just oh my god you wake up in the morning like oh my god another day here we go again kind of thing and just eye rolling all the time and just not being able to snap out of it which you can't snap out of it just so you know people are people think that you're depressed well you can just snap out of it you totally can't and depression runs through my family actually so my grandmother my maternal grandmother suffered from depression and as I'm saying that I'm I don't want to like take away from the seriousness of having depression trust me because I know what it's like and I and I was diagnosed with this a couple of times and when I'm thinking back to it I'm not saying it has a correlation to it but this idea just popped in my mind that my grandmother I just discovered um, recently she's not passed of course I just recently discovered that she was gifted and Perhaps some of us who are very gifted or are very in tune to the things we cannot see or we have gifts that we're not sure of, that could lead to that could lead to some kind of depression in our systems, right? You've heard me talk about before, like many of us who are psychics and mediums sometimes get diagnosed with severe depression, which I have in the past, um, bipolar, ADHD, ADD, all of these terms, because it's it comes across that way. It comes across as, you know, being crazy, right? And sometimes when in the old days, people would say, if you're depressed, you're crazy, you know? Because we, we say things that are like, quote unquote, out of the box that, quote unquote, normal people don't agree with, you know what I mean? So just keep that in the back of your mind. Like you could, you could possibly have some gifts that you haven't tapped into and maybe you're sad because you don't know how to tap into them or you don't know how to get your thoughts across because they're all jumbled in your mind. I don't know, but just just keep that little sort of on the shelf there because I feel like it's a possibility, okay? Um, even people who, like my grandmother, uh, I hope it's okay to share this story. I'm, she was um, uh, severely depressed and had to be medicated for it and had to, uh, how do I say this? Um, be in a place where they believe that she was not okay in the in her mind and it was very serious and after she passed all these things started coming to light about my grandmother and I was like she was not she could have been depressed yes and you know but she really she knew some things and I feel like after a while she just stopped saying them you know or she didn't understand it there was no one to understand her 
back then, you know? This was like in the 70s and 80s. Like there was no one to understand her, you know? And if you're around people who are very scientific and logical and very, you know, traditional, they're not going to go, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe there is something going on in your mind or maybe there is... Um, spirits around you who are speaking to you you know or you know maybe you're affected by energy like they didn't know this back then and I'm so glad that I'm in this era where I you know have this support of sort of evidence or like um what's the word I'm looking for it's more tangible or popular to speak about the things that I speak about right so I'm lucky that way but um anyways it runs in the family so yours might also if you are feeling like this you also might have other family members in the past in your ancestry who also suffer from depression right so you know um finding this out about my grandmother was quite helpful as well too and to know her on a soul level after she passed it was even more helpful than knowing her and i didn't know this about her while she was incarnate just so you know okay so um when you start doing the work on yourself as they call it the work on yourself you know all that we get tired of doing work on ourselves. Like, why can't we just be the way we are? But if you, if you, if you want to, no one's saying that you have to do work on yourself or you have to correct your mind. No one's saying you have to do anything. You are here just because you're here. You don't have to do any work on yourself. I feel like that can be dangerous for someone who is really depressed, and they start to feel shame and guilt. Like, oh my god, I have to work on myself now. Like, give yourself permission to just be you. Just be be the way you are. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be, you know, an asshole to anyone or, you know what I mean. If you feel like you would, it's an internal thing. It's an inside feeling that you would like to change some things about yourself that perhaps are not making you feel happy. So that was where I was. That's where I found myself. I quit my job. Fast forward, I quit my job. Um, and even before then with that fab group, you know, she's like, you got to go to counseling. I'm like, all right, fine. And they, when I went to a therapist, she's like, you need to do cognitive behavioral therapy like CBT but there was at the time she didn't offer me a personal um one-on-one session with somebody it was only a group but I was like there's no way in hell you're getting me to go in front of a group of people in this town for for CBT not a chance honey because I remember sitting and talking to her and I'm I'm going back time in a time travel machine here sitting in her office being like oh my god I'm so hungry I'm gonna die she goes are you really gonna die and I'm like huh, well, I guess I'm not going to die. You know what I mean? Like just saying that little thing, that was my mindset back there because I was pregnant, I was sick, I was miserable. I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to die. Like, you know, that just that mindset that everything was, even the small things, I didn't even realize I was saying it till someone pointed it out to me, which was so helpful. Um, so anyways, that, that group like was a beautiful, beautiful opportunity for me to realize that number one, I was not alone in my postpartum depression, in my depression, and number two, that I could change my mind. And that was just the beginning of me realizing that I was powerful. That was like way back before my spiritual journey, okay? It was like maybe a couple years before this happened, before I came into my spiritual awakening. And so now after quitting my job, uh, before quitting my job, I was very depressed. The depression came back again. Like a year before I decided to hand in my resignation, depression came back. Okay, mindset again, terrible. I hate my job. You know, mom, blah blah blah. All these horrible thoughts in your head. Like I'd be better off without me. Who cares if I'm alive or not? All these these things in my mind were controlling me. Right at the time, I did not know. 
I did not have the awareness that these thoughts were controlling me, okay? It wasn't until years later when someone said the thing to me and um, just being very miserable. I didn't like the way it made me feel. I didn't, I didn't like the way, and I, I didn't have postpartum depression anymore, but it was still depression, right? So it wasn't like I had just had a baby, which is quite common. And if this happened to you, please get help, please. Because I remember when I had postpartum depression, we had just moved to Orangeville. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a car because Chad would take my Hyundai accent to his two jobs. So I was by myself in the dead of winter in like just completely alone. You know what I mean? So that didn't help either. And then my mom came to visit me one time. And I remember my son Keegan, who was like maybe three, must have been three at the time. Um, and I just had Curtis. Curtis is my 18-year-old. I just had Curtis. And he was like the worst crying as baby like colicky baby ever screaming from like 24 hours a day seven days a week so i'm like yeah oh my god up all night you know that you remember that um and my son had a pull-up on i remember like the pull-up was so full and i didn't even have the wherewithal or the remembrance or the mind thought to like change his pull-up that's how bad it was like my mom's like oh my god you got you are depressed you like she she brought it out of me you know and i'm glad she was there to help but like so many things led up to me realizing, experiencing these dark depressive thoughts and being like actually diagnosed with depression to come to this. So like in kind of a way, and you might not be there, depression is a gift. Depression can be a gift, right? It's like dark night of the soul. You've heard that term where you have your spiritual awakening and then you just go into this complete darkness because you don't know how to handle being awake in this crazy world and now you see all the truth it's like this this blinder comes off or the curtain comes off and now you're blinded by this oh my god what like it's a lot so your system gets into this overdrive it overrides the system and it's just too much and you shut down right like i had another dark night of the soul after my bad mushroom trip you've heard that story and there's an episode in the singing meeting podcast about this so go listen to that one dark night of the soul happened after that that was a dark, darkest. So depression can come back. So let's just say you diagnosed with depression 10 years ago and then a year you have it and then you're feeling better because either you have medication or you, um, you know, get help on your own or do it your own natural way with mindset work, this kind of thing. Meditation, all this, if you can get out of it yourself, great. If not, please get help so it can come back, right? It's like a sneaky little ghost it just comes back and uh, you never know what's going to hit. But for me, looking back right now, in this now moment, I noticed it was a gift. To me, I, I can say, you know, um, and not cry about it, is that all these things were a gift to me. And maybe it'll come back one day, you know, sometimes. But now it's different for me when I start to feel depressed. I'm like, oh, here comes a demon. Oh, here comes a psychic attack. Like, I can feel that. It's not usually internal for me anymore. It's outside of me. Someone's trying to send me a psychic attack. Someone's jealous. Someone's doesn't like me, whatever, I can feel that coming on, okay? Um, so I know the difference between that now because when you have experiences such as these, you start to put everything together and you start to see, oh, wait a minute, maybe this sometimes it isn't me after you do a lot of spiritual development. And um, so there's that feeling of, you know, starting to feel more empowered in my mind and then fast forward so I then after I quit my job, depression, a little bit. And then I found Abraham Hicks, which I don't resonate with anymore. Let me just preface this by saying I do not resonate with Abraham Hicks anymore. So Abraham Hicks is Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks. 
they were a couple from the states and they claim that the entity or the I don't know the energy of Abraham channels through them and teaches them about law of attraction okay so back five years ago I'm like yeah Esther Hicks woo like it just that was the thing at the time that really really helped me understand law of attraction and how powerful your mind is and while I didn't I wasn't able to to embrace that and embody and get it fully and live my life that way took five years of watching those videos to finally get it (laughs) plus then I'm doing a lot of research getting a lot of books I have like tons of books my bookshelf is like full to the brim of these kind of self-development books I don't read them anymore because at the time I needed them and now I don't need them anymore so they just sit there looking really pretty color-coded on my Ikea shelf in my office and so that was the thing that really really got me into this mindset shift in the beginning of my journey and then now it's all me right so it's not to say that I have a I don't have negative thoughts I totally do but I catch myself and then I know that if my mind tells me something like I'm trying to think of a good example like you're not good enough or you've gained so much weight you're so fat like these kind of internal thoughts that we have that sometimes most of us are not even aware that we're having them until we start to feel yuckier and grosser and just heavier and not joyful it's like you got to take that power you got to flip the switch you got to choose to flip the switch and say you know what okay what if i said this instead of this what if instead i said oh my god you look so gross your eyebrows are super hairy which by the way they are (laughs) instead of berating yourself and just catching yourself first of that thought you have to notice the thought first and then you can practice switching it so it takes it takes years to reboot your mindset although i will say Another factor that helped me with my mindset was literally my very first... Hey guys, me again. Quick little pause here just to let you guys know that Medium Level 1 is almost full. I'm so excited for January. And if you feel the call to become a medium like myself and many others who are out there doing this beautiful healing work of helping others realize that their loved ones in spirit are always with them in consciousness and seeing what they're doing and they hear the conversations that you have maybe you want to learn how to help others maybe you want to learn how to communicate with your own loved ones in spirit whatever your reason if you're feeling the pull right now because this is a feeling okay it's a feeling to make this kind of decision not a thinking one i want you to know the difference i want you to reach out to me and i want you to go to elevate daughter soul on instagram and i want you to go to the bio and i want you to click on medium level one winter okay starts january second week of january it's tuesday evenings from six to eight eastern standard time p.m we have so much fun in our classes you might be wondering how do you have fun in a mediumship class well all of my classes are very fun we laugh the whole time and i can't wait for you to be in this class it's going to be one of the best things that you ever did so i'm not going to talk about ayahuasca but it did rewire my brain my whole brain got rewired. I don't know how it happened. But so there are obviously not as extreme ways to um, reclaim your mind and get into a more positive mindset. That being said, I just want to I just want to make sure you guys understand. I don't mean to be positive all the time. We don't want that toxic positivity. We're in the beginning of the spiritual community where it started to get popular and build up and grow and grow and grow. It was like love and light, love and light. I definitely 100% don't describe it describe I don't prescribe to that at all or subscribe to that I feel like 
We just need to be human. We just need to feel it all. Like, what a gift to be human. What a gift to, like, be sad, right? But your mind's like, why would I want to be sad, Jen? That's the mind. That's your mind telling you that it's bad to be sad, right? Where did that come in? Who taught us that it was maybe our parents taught us that? Maybe, I don't know, maybe our teacher said you can't be sad. Big girls don't cry. Whatever you were told, this is the point. We need to unbecome who we were told we are, okay? Let that said we're not becoming someone better. That's what I feel like I've also realized and remembered. When we say we're doing the work, I don't feel like we're actually trying to become someone better or a better version of ourselves. I don't 100% agree with that. Sitting here in my office, you know, just having these thoughts come in my <laughs> I don't think that's I think we need to become like nobody. I feel like that's the goal is to you know, be more present. That's kind of sort of feel what I feel very strongly about this is that the mind isn't the only thing. There's way more to the mind. Like there's the mind, the body, and the soul. And people who are very in their mind and overthink would be prone to more depressive thoughts, I believe, right? And if you're more in your soul or in your body, right? Think about what you're doing right now. You're doing a hundred different things right now. You're not really listening to my podcast. You're doing a whole, you're probably driving and you're listening at the same time. Or you're, you know, walking somewhere and listening to all the loud honking cars and you're not really being present in listening to this podcast. If you were sitting in a chair with your eyes closed, that's being present, right? And presence is like the, is the, when you remember that there's nothing wrong, everything is okay, you are safe. There's no fear because you're not thinking about the future. All these, all these things that you get to remember are so exciting to me, you know? And then we never remember everything at once because we would literally blow up. We would, there'd be too much day. We couldn't handle all of it at once. So that's why you're getting in little drips, right? That's what the spiritual awakening is, I feel for me, is like little drips of remembering, little plops on your head, like a raindrop, you know? And it's not to be like, oh, judging the rain. Oh, the rain is, people think the rain is bad. And that's even like, there's a mindset. Oh my God, it's Monday. Oh my God, it's terrible. Oh my God, it's raining. Uh, like, can you can you change that? How does that make you feel when you when you say that, right? And uh, I feel like it's just a really really number one is really hard to do this. Okay, it's really hard to do this. But do you want to feel better? If you want to feel better, practice it. Okay, little steps. I'm not saying you have to do research like I did and watch a hundred YouTube videos on Abraham Hicks. But if that calls you, please do that. Maybe you resonate with something else. Maybe you can do it on your own. Maybe you take mushrooms. You're like, oh my God, what have I been doing for the last 40 years, you know? So I just want to invite you to to remember that you are so, and people used to, it's so annoying. People used to tell me, oh, you're so powerful. There's, there's no way that me telling you that you're powerful, that you're gonna go, oh yeah, you're right, I am. The only way to remember that is to get there on your own. You get there on your own, I'm telling you. Because I realize with practice, that I, like even about money, my money mindset, I've worked so hard in the past six months on my money mindset, like it's just blowing my mind here. And things are starting to improve. And when I add appreciation, when I add gratitude, it, it changes everything, right? With like focus and where you put your energy, you can change your mind, I promise you. You can change your environment, you can change you can change your life, you can change the way you think, you can change who you hang out with, you can. You can. And, I, and again, 
me telling you that you're powerful ain't gonna help a thing. It's gotta come from within you, like everything else in this freaking experience. We all have to get it from inside. And then we have outside experiences to bring that awareness and bring us back to who we really are, not to improve ourselves, not to become someone better, a higher version of ourselves, but to strip all of this away and see the beauty of what we really are. It's just like, oh my God. It's the, you know, the, and also before I go, I just want to let you know that the mind is not bad. Bad and good is a judgment and uh, negative and positive is a judgment and we do it all the time. We judge ourselves, we judge other people, we judge our thoughts, we judge everything, right? So wouldn't it be amazing to have relief from that, right? That's why I always say meditation, mindset, working on your thoughts, remembering who you are, stripping all of that stuff off of you. You're carrying so much weight right now, aren't you? I can feel it. And your energy, I can feel the shoulders like, oh, so just drop your shoulders right now, okay? Just, you're doing the best you can with what you have to work with, with the knowledge that you have right now, with the remembering that you're at, okay? So be kind to yourself. Go get a tea. Go have your coffee. Do what brings you joy. If you need a Starbucks, go get a Starbucks. I highly recommend peppermint hot chocolate and you got to make sure you ask for the chocolate curls i don't know what i said that but i feel like somebody on here is like oh my husband says i can't buy starbucks just go get the starbucks okay you are powerful i'm telling you all right so that was an impromptu episode of the singing medium podcast i'm gonna put it out early i think i don't think this is gonna be a friday one all right so hope this helps you that's always my intention is i hope this helps you and i'll see you next time on the singing medium podcast